I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens between them. So our new setup seems to be working okay. I updated the Windows 10 and we had to fiddle with some settings. And by we, I mean, you had to sit there annoyed while I... (laughs) I had to sit here and point at the screen and say, you sure that looks okay? It looks different. (laughs) doesn't look right. Which reminds me of the thing Grandma said earlier about how we gave her an iPad for her birthday so that Papa would not say, are you sure you're doing that right? All day. Yeah. (laughs) She said she's grateful. She's grateful that it keeps Papa out of her hair. Yes. And he can just look things up for her. Yes. She probably sends him to look up things if he comes to bother her. Yes. Yeah, I bet she does. She That's what she said. She said, you know, he, he looks up things for me and he can find things for me on there. And, and then if he's starting to get in my way, I can say, will you go look something up for me? <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Isn't it? I'm glad. So. Papa doesn't have to be bored. Grandma doesn't have to be annoyed. We don't want grandma annoyed. We do not want grandma annoyed. No, we want her to, to feel good and have lots of time to feed kids things they shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of kids having things that they shouldn't, number two went away again. He went on a vacation of sorts. Yes. The idea is vacation, but it's him, so it's of sorts. Yes. He always wants to go see his cousin. He has two cousins there, and then there's my sister, his aunt, and her husband, his uncle. But he doesn't mention any of them in his description of where he's going. It's his cousin's house and his cousin there, the oldest one. He idolizes him, and he's a good kid, so that's okay. He wasn't when he was three. He was mean little. Uh Uh-huh. He was naughty. (laughs) Naughty child. But then his brother came along and took that job over, and so he just tells on his brother now. (laughs) So our second child always wants to go see his cousin. Can we go see my cousin? My other mommy's going to take me to see my cousin. Auntie's going to take me to see my cousin. When can I go see my cousin? Can we take a vacation to go see my cousin? This conversation happens at least once a week. Averages to once a week. Okay. There are some weeks without it, but then the other weeks make up for it. They do. He has a good time there. Mm -hmm. The rest of us are pretty... um, Yeah... So <laughs> so we went there, all of us, all five of us. A couple times. A couple times, like within a year, just before we got married. We did. We went for Christmas and froze our butts off because they had a cold winter in Arizona. Remember the oranges were... Yeah. The kids had gloves on while they were picking oranges. <laughs> <laughs> the so. fact that they were picking oranges in January, December was still... Yeah. Of course, it was even colder back home, so we were glad to be down there right. where it was only 30. Anyway, yeah, we've been there a couple times, and it's always been a little bit stressful because managing our kids anywhere that's not our house is always a bit more of a challenge. Mm-hmm. And manage them in an environment with a completely different set of rules and expectations for a different set of children increases that challenge. Mm-hmm. And so we haven't gone in a while. No, we haven't gone in a while. We've been saving for the house. Mm-hmm. And the year after the wedding, they came here again. They did. Because they came for the wedding, and they, they loved being up here, so they came again the next year. Yeah. And then last year, they weren't able to do that. They got a new dog, and they have lots of animals at their house. And mm-hmm. traveling's not something they jump into, even if it is getting in the car and driving for two days. But um, Is this where I hold up the mirror now? You jump in the car and drive for two days. You did that more than once to go visit her. I did, but I was on steroids for what they thought was asthma. 
which turned out to be whooping cough. And so I, I stayed and up all the time. The so steroids jacked up your thyroid, and so you were always awake. I was. Yeah. And now I'm always warm. <laughs> so it was not a problem to do that, and I just had one kid. Right. I didn't have my wife and two more kids to try to coordinate as well. Sorry. I just put one kid in the car, and when he went to sleep, I started driving. Right. You know? I think the last time we went down, you did most of the driving, even though you were pretty sick on the way back. I was sick on the way back, but... Anyhow. Anyway. The, the point is, he finally got to go see his cousins, because mm -hmm. my sister said, you know, you can send him down here. And we looked all over online and thought, can we send him by himself? And it and got to be more of a, no, I don't kid, think so. This kid on a plane on his own, some eight-year-olds could do it, not this eight-year-old. Right. Some younger kids can do it, but he's a little bit more challenging than that. He is. They have things. What did you say? They said that you basically have to act normal for three hours, and he doesn't act normal for an hour so. No. He would get into everybody's business and it would be a problem. So then my aunt volunteered to take him, his great aunt. Yes. The problem being that she's like him. She's reactive. She knows it. She's very reactive, takes things personal, gets mad about everything just like he does. But she volunteered to go and she's an adult who could be in charge of him. And if he had his medication on time, this could happen. I didn't think it would be really manageable, but I thought it could happen. And I, I did uh, end up going into the airport with them to make sure that they could manage themselves long enough to get on the plane and get there. And then there were phone calls every day. Every day. Apparently, my sister would say to my aunt, don't call George. Let's just handle this so that he knows that we are in charge of him. But my aunt couldn't do that. She needed to call me because he was cussing up a storm down there. He was. Yeah, he really was. So my aunt would call and say, I have had enough of this swearing. He, he swore at a little girl. And apparently he called some five-year-old a bitch. Now I find out after the fact. And I would talk to him. The first time I got the call, I talked to him. I said, look, do you want them to invite you to come there? Mm-hmm. Because they won't invite you to come back if you don't use appropriate language. They've asked you to stop swearing. I don't know why you're swearing. He has stopped swearing at home. Yes. Because I put my foot down yep. right on the swearing. You did. And he stopped. Yes. Possibly he was trying to impress his cousins because they're older. That's entirely possible because that's the kind of thing that impresses the, quote, big kids. At that, the kids at, club. At the kids club who are... Or that's his impression because those yeah. are the big kids teaching him those words. Right. So I'd get a call about what he was doing and I'd talk to him or I'd talk to my aunt and try to get her to settle down. <laughs> and my sister didn't talk to me too much about it. You know, she was busy dealing with him. Well, yeah, and that makes sense that your sister would want to take care of the problem and suggest and enforce their own consequences because he's there. Child number two needs to, like she said, understand that if you're here, you have to live with our rules and you're going to live with our consequences. Right. Yeah, my aunt called one day and said, you can't take him in the store. And I said, yeah, I know that. Duh. <laughs> Why'd you take him in the store? Oh, I don't know. We took him in the store and this and this and this. I said, well, if you have to take him in the store, you have to say ahead of time what you're there for and what he can do and what he can't do. Such as, don't ask for anything. I will say no. We are here to buy X, Y, Z. If you ask for something else, I will say no. Don't touch anything in the store without asking. Stay by me in the store. Walk I, in the store. I make them put their hands, number two and three, I make them put their hands on the cart and ask to let go. And you've got them trained pretty good. They do that well they do. for you. Yeah. They do. Anyhow, 
So there was constant phone calls about his swear, <laughs> his fucking swearing. So, <laughs> and then partway through the week, I get a email from my sister. Now she's sending emails because her phone is acting wonky, and she if she texts me, it doesn't seem to get to me. For a while, it was getting to me, and it would either come under her number or other under her number plus some letters or under her no- number plus some symbols. So I had three different like accounts where her text would come in. Right. But now it doesn't do that. Okay. She says, okay, because she had written me, he wants this thing on his phone, and Uh I need the code. And I said, I will deal with it when he comes home, Mm -hmm. because I will install it myself. Right. Nobody needs my codes, especially him. And she had said, when she talked to me on the phone, she said, yeah, he said to me, I can't do it because I can't have the code. And my sister says to him, you don't have any self-control? And he says, no. (laughs) No, I don't. That's good. At least and, he acknowledges uh, it. I don't even know if he really knew what she was saying, but right. he got the idea. Mm-hmm. And uh, she thought that was funny. But That is funny. She was experiencing it, so she knew it was true. Right. And I, she said her answer is, okay, I'll let him know. I'd take them swimming at my neighbor's house. She has a neighbor, two guys that have a pool. Yes. And they watch each other's animals when they're out of town. And she takes a walk with this guy mm-hmm. in the morning with my aunt. And, and to clarify up front, the neighbor is a gay couple. Yes. And she said, I could take them swimming at the neighbor's, but our number two child, was really rude to my neighbor, and he told him he had to go home. Long story, I'll tell you later. And I'm thinking, oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> so I say to her, ay yeah, yeah, that kid, is it because the guy is gay? And she she writes me back, and uh, you know, LOL, mm-hmm. OMG. I'm laughing so hard. No. This is, this is good, though, because he yes. used to be on and on about gay. Like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're so gay. He and... would totally be the one at somebody's pool telling them that they're, you know, gross because they're gay and then swimming in their pool. You know, he that totally would, would. Like, he, remember the time that he was yelling at me in the middle of the grocery store? You used to be gay when my dad was a girl. Everybody, she used to be gay because he thought it was like some horribly embarrassing thing that he was doing to me because he was angry at me. No, his behavior was horribly embarrassing. <laughs> yes, that's another story. That was all. <laughs> she says, no. He wasn't listening to pool rules, and my neighbor told him to get out for a timeout. And number two child told him, it's a free country. And then he said, your mommy can pick my ass and lock my nipples. What? I almost died. Oh, my gosh. Pick my ass and lock my nipples. Because he gets it in the mix when he does it. I yeah. when, when I read that, I thought that was like your sister having a typo because she's not terribly, you know, computer it was, savvy. It wasn't a typo. No, he actually, no. I thought he said, I thought he would have said lick because that would have been something that he might have heard when some he other said, kids say. Do, do you remember when he said you had chicken boobs? I do remember when he said do chicken chickens boobs. chickens have boobs? And he used to say, you are a fuck. Yes. Okay, so, now 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 it makes more sense that he would say So I I knew it was can lock my nipples. It wasn't a typo. <laughs> I say to her, Where the F does he come up with this crap? I bet nobody knew what to say to that. <laughs> and she says, That was the gist of it. He said so some other stuff I don't remember, but my mouth dropped to the floor. I was so embarrassed. My sister gets embarrassed easily, but she does, know, but still it doesn't this kid doesn't take much. He can embarrass anybody, I uh-huh. think. I thought my neighbor was going to hit the ceiling if there was one outside. <laughs> but I would love to know where he gets this stuff. So would we. 
I don't know that it would really matter because it wouldn't change what he was doing. No. He's going to do what he's doing. He is. So I did write her back and basically said that I don't think it would matter where he was getting it. Mm-hmm. And I would have probably felt embarrassed too, but I was busy trying not to be mad that he had to be quite such an asshat while he was gone. Yeah. It did at the same time normalize for me that this is how he does. Doesn't matter if it's with us or with anyone else. Right. This is just him. My sister said, well, you know, you can punish him, you can give him a consequence, and he doesn't, he doesn't do anything different. No. And I said, yeah, I know. It doesn't matter what the consequence is. Mm-hmm. Well, I take that back. Money consequences work. Yes. And if we she can... had said to him, I, why didn't we think of this? Oh. If, she, if she needed a swear jar. Do you remember my stepsister said that? Yeah. Because I told her that he was swearing, and she said, maybe you should get a swear jar, because, you know, he responds to monetary consequences. He does. Like, when he was throwing and kicking things, and they were ending up making holes in the wall, you said he was going to owe you a dollar from his allowance, which he earns penny by penny by penny doing chores. Yes. I figured the holes were worth a dollar. Yep. Because and some of them were from him hurling things at the wall, which then he'd break. And they, the time he broke the football helmet, it wasn't even his because it was a costume. Right. So monetary things work. We, we could have used a swear jar. He would have shut up. He didn't have any money with him to forfeit. They could have put IOUs in there. And then I would have had to count them all. Oh, my. You know? And or I could have said, he has this much at home. He has this much in his piggy bank. Take it off the balance. We will have to send it from when yeah. he gets home. Yeah. That would have worked. It, it probably would have. Anyway. We, we didn't consider it because we were just, Too busy. We were trying to deal with the house stuff. So I, I show these two ladies who work near in the nearby area where I am. They work a different job, but they, they I show them because they deal with after-hours stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. And I know that this is going to come up again at some point with CPS because he's quite so volatile. I'm sure people think that I'm fucking swearing all the fucking time. And it's so fucking funny because if he was swearing and picking up the swears from us... He would know how to do it right. <laughs> That's what I said to my sister in the email. I wrote her back. I said, I don't know why I stopped swearing when little kids came along, because obviously, if I would just swear, he'd know how to do this right. <laughs> and he would be saying, God damn it, and Jesus Christ all the time. Because those are your go-tos. Right. And she said, he did say that, but mm -hmm. most of the time he was That's not his... calling people an asshole, which I don't do. No. No, you don't. Even in my head, that's not what I'm calling him. No. Occasionally you refer asshat. Yes. But never asshole. Yeah, never. Pretty much not out loud, like, ever. Nine, nine, ninety-nine point nine 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 percent of the time, I don't swear out loud in the last eight point seven years correct because i didn't want him to be the kid like his mommy's half-sister had it when her son was about his age now they were at church and he's doing something he goes ah shit <laughs> and the whole church hears it and she's embarrassed and i thought kids pick it up and if anybody's going to pick it up he will Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to do that. Right. You know? Right, right, right. I don't even get mad at other drivers. If I'm driving and I'm thinking, I've trained myself to think, I wish that guy up there would go. Yep. And I'll say that out loud. And he'll look out the window like, why isn't he going? Yep. But I'm not swearing at anybody. You've trained yourself into a more eloquent way of expressing your frustrations. Yes. Instead of calling everybody around me an asshole. 
Which is what he did. And yes. a few other things. And nobody locks your nipples. No, I don't like them that way. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't tell anybody to. No, nor do you tell them to pick your ass. No. Or suggest that their maternal units ought to do the no, same. No, 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 <laughs> no. Which is why my sister was about to die. <laughs> Ugh. As, as Grandma has pointed out, these make for good stories. As she said later, I said, oh, they're good stories now. <laughs> so. so speaking of which. Mm-hmm. You and I had recently watched Tig on uh, Netflix, which was Tig Notaro, right? Yeah, the Tig Notaro's uh, documentary, yes. And it's because I had said to you, and this is about, was it the night he came home or the night before he came home? I I think it was the night he came home. I'm feeling kind of stressed, and I'd like to watch something, but it it needs to be something like funny or helpful or something. And so you put on stand-up comedy, and it was great. I did. And it was great because at that point, we've been watching a lot of X-Files and a lot of which thank you, Nerdist, for, you know, having the X-Files 2015 hashtag middle of last year that Mm -hmm. now we're finally getting Mulder and Scully back on screen. It makes me happy. Yeah. But we're going back and watching the old shows to sort of catch up. And then we watch Star Trek and we watch Star Trek and X-Files. We watch science fiction. We do. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And when the kids aren't around, we watch other things. Big. Right. We watch Orange or Sensate. Yeah. Nothing like that when they're around. Right. Because they'll come out there right in the middle of... Someone either dropping their clothes or drawing a weapon. Yes, basically. Yes. That would be their timing. Yes. So anyway, the night that you came home from camp was the first night we sort of had a discussion about the way that what we're watching affects you because I said, would you like to watch something? And you said, yes, but not X-Files. And I said, oh, you've had enough of the uh, strange and bizarre occurrences for the weekend. Yes, I was living them. (laughs) At Cub Scout camp. Yes. And so then when number two child came back from his vacation with his aunt and uncle... Earlier that day, when they got to the airport, my sister dropped them off, and then I was getting the phone calls, and he was out of control, and so and she was just barely holding it together herself. And I thought, they're going to end up on that Southwest show where, you know, they're kicking people off the plane. Yeah. That'll be my family. It will. Maybe they wouldn't because he's a minor. They have to get my permission, and I'm going to say no. Well, but, you see, know. here's the thing, though. A lot of this, I wonder if it's because he was on a lower dose of his meds. They had just dropped the dose. Right, and I talked to my sister about that. Right, because he went to the psychiatrist the day before he was supposed to go on the plane. Mm-hmm. And he had two doctor appointments that day, and that's why he went so late right before the beginning of going back to school. Right. He had the psychiatrist appointment, and then he had to get his stitches out. And so the psychiatrist understood our concerns about the fact that he has gained, what, like almost 20 pounds in the past? His BMI was too high, is what the doctor said. He agreed with us. The benefits were not outweighing the issues that it was causing, and we could try something else. But in the meantime, we would have to get his insurance to approve it, and while we were doing that, plus he was going out of town. And so we wanted to tear down the problematic meds so that he didn't hit withdrawal, Mm -hmm. and so he was on half of what had been his previous dose. Right. And that medication had knocked his tail out. Right. 
Right, it had. And so? So I'm getting this call from the airport from my aunt, and he's out of control. And I'm thinking, this is bad. I don't want to pay for another plane ticket. We are already paying for his and his aunt's plane ticket to get there and get back. Well, she had points. So her her ticket was very, very cheap. But his was regular. And I just, I, I'm stressed at this point. I don't want this going on. So uh, I talked to them a couple times, and then it dawns on me, oh, she has his meds left. He has a prescription for that pill. And I said to her, if you have them cut down to the half dose, give him one. But if you don't, give him the dose he, he had previously, which mm-hmm. is the bigger dose, the, the bigger higher dose, dose, because he needed to calm down. He was probably overtired from not sleeping enough while he was gone. And he was having a fit because he wanted to go get lunch and they were still serving breakfast. Oh, for goodness sake. And he was mad as hell about it, and it was her fault. And apparently he called her out all kinds of things. And it doesn't matter what's going on. He's always going to say it is the adult in charge of him's fault. Yes. So I I called her back. I said, look, tell him his dad says he should take his pill and give him a pill. And she said, I don't have them cut down because it takes a pill cutter. They're very tiny. Mm-hmm. So I said, give him the regular size pill that will make him calm down. He can sleep on the plane. And sure enough, he did. Thank Good. God. Like you sent me the tracking, radar tracking, so I could see if the plane stayed in there and didn't have to land somewhere else for those two. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes, I got on the radar flight traffic tracker site. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I had number one and number three who had just come home from most of summer break at their dad's house, and number three was enjoying watching the map. And if we had gotten the Google Earth to load and she had been able to watch, quote-unquote, cockpit view, that would have made her day. Oh, that would have been cool. It would have, but I couldn't get it to load. The Google Earth was not playing nice. Mm. Yeah, so they got back, and by that time, I really needed some stress relief, but I was working. Mm Mm-hmm. And when I got home, I needed some stress relief. You were working. I picked them up from the airport. I dropped your aunt off at your ex's house where she stays. And, ooh, this was funny because number two gets out of the car and says, I want to go see my mommy. Mm -hmm. Because she happened to be there for like a matter of minutes where she was going to feed the dog on her lunch. And she does come home for lunch, apparently, according to my aunt. Apparently a normal occurrence. He gets to see her. But... And, you know, it was nice that he got to see her, but she had to go back to work. Yeah. And he was still in feeling entitled and feeling like a vacation from rules mode. Mm-hmm. And so you and I had previously discussed about the fact that when he got home, he was going to need to hit a lot of boundaries and quick Yeah. to feel that safety of somebody else is in charge here and it's okay to let them be. Are you getting to the funny part? I am. Okay. And he says... I'm going to go say hi to my mommy. And I said, may I please what? Because <laughs> you're going to give them the boundaries right away. You remember. I am. I am. You don't and forget. he says, may I please go See, say hi to mommy. You don't forget everything. I don't forget everything. When it comes to managing children, you remember what you're doing. Thank you. Yes, I'm glad. I'm glad I can remember something. May I please what? Oh, may I please go say hi to mommy. Okay. But be quick. You have two minutes because she has to go back to work. Mm-hmm. And as soon as he gets inside, your aunt starts doing her favorite thing. Complaining? Yes. How did I know? <gasps> as soon as he was out of your shot, she started going. And I'm like, yep, yep, yep. Just affirming her reality. Yes, this is how it is. I'm not going to buy into the drama. Yes, you have accurate observational skills. Mm-hmm. Moving on. He comes back out with his mommy. And, okay, it's time for us to go. Mommy has to go back to work. 
I'm just gonna go go and give the dogs goodbye hugs. May I please what? May I please go and give the dogs goodbye hugs? Ask your mommy. Mommy, I'm gonna go. May I please what? <laughs> <laughs> and she's looking at me like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> because he's a whirlwind of out of controlness and she's trying to leave to go back to work. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, I got him back in the car and he came home and then you came home. Yeah. But I had been dealing with them, you know, for some time you that had. afternoon. During the only time I had that I wasn't doing something else, which was really good, I wasn't doing something else then. <laughs> so after we watched the stand-up comedy that night, and it was a sto- it's a story and stand-up comedy. Yeah, it's a documentary about a stand-up comedian. Right. So there's spoilers now. Mm-hmm. Because at the end, her and her partner are thinking of adopting kids. Mm-hmm. And I said to you, oh... I'm going to send her the email I have from my sister and tell her exactly what's going to happen. She'll have lots of material for her job if she adopts a kid. This yes. could be good for your career. Yes. Uh, yeah, because that email is really a perfect example of how crazy it gets. Oh, my gosh. You know, I had to go to lunch with some of the people at work. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you were sending me the radar thing, and I was hoping that they were getting on the plane. Mm-hmm. And one older guy, I think, was p- being polite about asking people why they were on their phones. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I'm trying to make sure that my aunt and my son get on the plane because they were having a problem. And uh, they, he's, you know, he said, oh, are they okay? And I said, well, he's just having a tantrum. And they're in the airport, and it's problematic because of his location and his behavior. And I was obviously stressed, and they, they acknowledged it. And he acknowledged it in the email the next day. Um, the thank you email for the, uh, you know, attendance of the lunch meeting, including a very stressed dad. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I guess I I was as stressed as I thought I was. Yeah. (laughs) There's confirmation of it. It's always nice to have your reality confirmed. Even when the reality isn't very nice, just the fact of having it recognized, Mm -hmm. having somebody else confirm that okay, yes, the world around me is going to hell in a handbasket, but at least I still have my mental faculties if other people recognize it too. Yep, this is true. Yeah. Even if it's not the reality you wanted. I reject your reality and substitute (laughs) my own. (laughs) Well, then I think that's it. Okay. Yeah. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less-than-complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening! So she sends an email, and she says to me... 
Uh, let's see. He's scrolling to read the email. I'm going to find it. Yes, and they're in a long-term relationship. I don't think they're married, but uh, yeah. you know, I guess they could do that. They could. So, which is a good thing. But anyhow. Ha, 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 ha.